time for Ultra Quiz Plus. That's right, the absurd comedy quiz featuring Maine's top comics answering ridiculous questions. We are recording live from the wonderful Boom Boom Room of the Craft Brew Underground here at 34 Court Street in Auburn, Maine, home of over 200 craft beers. Wonderful, friendly staff. And tonight, tonight, Maine's premier comedy quiz show, Ultra Quiz Plus. I'm the lovely, lovely Sheldon Bird. I don't write this stuff. And now it's time to give a big hand to our host, Doug Burkfeld. Thank you very much. I'm very happy to be here. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Ultra Quiz Plus. And tonight with me here on the beautiful stage at the Craft Brew Underground is Leonard Kimball, Lewiston comic, and... Uh, Auburn. What? Sorry, Auburn. Fact yeah, yeah, Auburn. yeah. It's the same, right? Uh, anyway, founder of the River Comics. Words. Let's hear it for Leonard. Yay! Also, we have in the house Krista Rollins, who is a comic and host of a show called Nightcap. Isn't that right? That is right. Well, let's hear it for Krista. Yay. Thank you very much. And joining the other two is Greg Simpson, who is an actor in Mystery for Hire. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. In just a few minutes, we're going to have a little chat with our guests to find out what they may be up to in the future. But what I want to tell you is it's Ultra Quiz Plus. We didn't have to bless it, but, but we, we did! did! Now it's time on Ultra Quiz Plus where we have a quick chat with our guests, make them feel at home, find out what they might be up to. And tonight we're going to start with Leonard Kimball. Leonard. Hello. Founder of River Comics. Yes. What's going on with you coming up? Uh, well, we have a show next week, Wednesday, August 28th at 84 Court Pizza. We'll be featuring the great Allie Simpson, one of her last few shows in the area before she goes off and lives in a van down by the river somewhere. I don't know. She's going to be so traveling. it's going great with her. Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's renovated a van, and she's going to be traveling off to the other side of the country, I think. Fantastic. Manifest yeah. Destiny. Manifest That's Destiny. That's what it is. Yes. Manifest Destiny. Yeah, Manifest. Yeah. Oh. Manifest Destiny. Oh. Cool. Um, uh, and then after that, uh, the week after that, I'll be a, a ghost roast stand-up comedy show at Bare Bones Beer. What? Uh, yeah, it's put on by Main Event Comedy and yeah. Death Talk LA. And I guess we have to, like, talk about death and joke and roast people who are who are now, you know, ghosts. Dearly departed. Yeah, and somehow like i got to make it funny. And, uh, <laughs> It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, it's going to be tough. I haven't written anything yet, but I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to talk about it. I'll you don't just, need to read anything. You don't need to write anything. I don't need to write just, anything. No, just dig deep. You'll find it. Dig deep? Yeah. Okay. I'll find the funny. Thank you very much. Thank you. Krista Rollins, what do you yes. have coming up? So my show, Nightcap, uh, typically it's uh, it's the first Sunday of the month at a place called Sun Tiki in Portland. But this oh. next month, we've got, uh, just to mix things up, we're doing a show on the second and third Sunday. So on the eighth, we've got uh, Joe DeShane and Allie York from Make Me Laugh, the game show in yeah. Portland. And then, Fantastic show. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I've never performed on it, but I got to see it. And yes. it was a, a hoot and a holler. And there should be some fun guests. And then on the 15th, we've got the entire... Portland Comedy Co-op in their lineup, which includes Allie Simpson until she leaves. So this will be the last time, potentially the last time that they'll all be on stage together. Um, wow. That should be a fun time. And those are both Sundays at uh, Santiki. At Santiki. Santiki. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, what do you have coming up, Gregory? Well, uh, to be honest with you, we, uh, uh, we just uh, started making plans to go to uh, the Black Bear Inn in Bangor. We're going uh, yeah. to be doing uh, four improv shows there. Uh, through the season, because part of Mystery for Hire has a 
component called Mainly Improv. And yeah. so we do both the Mystery Dinner Theater shows and improv comedy. Uh, we just came off a nine-week run at Poland Spring Resort. We're the house band all summer. Oh, so Amanda was cool. there, wasn't it's she? cool. Yeah, Amanda yeah. was with us. Yeah, yeah. Friend of the show, Amanda Kinsey. There you go. Fantastic, Greg. Well, that's fantastic. Now, I want to tell the folks here in the CBU audience and out in podcast land, right, these comedians come and do the show out of the goodness of their heart. And I want to make sure that you... And all the money we make. Leonard, I'm here for the car, actually. Oh, Le- wait, Chris gets a car? Look, everybody. I, I, I'm fine with my bag of money, but I would like a car also if Chris is getting a car. So you know the deal. If you want to talk about pay, we do it by the dumpsters. Oh. Is that where the Lexus is? Leonard will tell you about the dumpsters. <laughs> Don't go near the dumpsters. Don't go near the dumpsters. <laughs> yeah, so support local comedy and support these acts when you can. Thank you very much. When and we if co- you're in Brisbane, Australia, support them there, too. Yeah, I mean, if you're in Brisbane, yes. they're okay. Thank you, Sheldon, for that addition. And when we come back, we're going to move right in, right into the ultra quiz round. That's right, the bulk, the bulk of the quiz, in which I will be asking multiple choice questions to our panel. My name is Doug Bergfeld with Sheldon Bird, Greg Simpson, Krista Rollins, and Leonard Kimball for Ultra Quiz Plus. We didn't have to plus it, but, but we did. Thank you. Come in to the multiple choice section of the quiz, wherein I will ask one of our panelists a multiple choice question. They will choose the answer they think is correct. And then after the first guest gets to answer, you guys can weigh in and add your two cents. Understand the format? Got it. Ladies and gentlemen out in the crowd, you understand the format? I thought you did. All right, Leonard, are you ready for the first question? Yes, sir, I'm ready. All right, so question number one. If you had to pick one of these... Which apartment would you rent? Oh, like like apartment 207. Yeah. Okay. Something like that. Got it. You could have, these are advertisements for apartments, and you're going to pick one to live in. Got it. Are you in? All right. Okay. Number one, fifth floor, walk-up studio, metal deck and entry stairs, unique window-style entrance. Tenant must be very quiet at all times. Shared bathroom with local chair donut shop. Open 24 hours. Oh, donut shop. Okay. So you share your bathroom with a donut shop. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two. Newly vacant, not haunted, two-bedroom house on secluded cul-de-sac where no murders have ever taken place. Ooh, sounds good. Older appliances, fully furnished, priced for rapid occupancy. Absolutely not at all haunted. Got it. All and right. Number two. Sounds good so far. It's great. Yeah. Three. Now that my son has left home, I'm letting his room to make ends meet. Tenant must be a good boy, kind and caring, and listen to what he's told. No harlots, no slags, no hussies. Isn't it enough you took my baby away with your painted face and your short skirts? Go there. Okay. All right. I feel a it's movie like Harley, coming on. Harley Quinn right. like stole someone away from like some mother. Okay. All right. Number four. Need an apartment? Know how to keep a secret and not ask too many questions? Then we have the perfect place. Two-room living space above a warehouse used for light, nighttime industrial purposes. Must be comfortable with occasional loud noises that resemble gunfire or what can sometimes sound like the muffled pleading of one's life. Okay, got it. Those are the four choices. Leonard, which apartment you must rent one, which one will you rent? So I am, I am deathly afraid of, of ghosts, despite the fact that I'm doing the, uh, the ghost. I feel like the, the ghost roasting might be for you. Yeah, I think I, I want to go with number two. 
Uh, the, the one that's not haunted. You're going I, not haunted. Yeah, I can't stand yeah. anything that's spooky. So not haunted, no ghosts, no murders, anything spooky like that, scary like that, um, I stay yeah. away from. So uh, I'm going to go with B. Uh, B? Yeah, or number two. Either way. Or, you know, Roman numeral two. Choice. That's what I have here, Roman numeral two. That's what I want it. Right? Yeah. I don't know if I should give you a point for that. <laughs> All right. Uh, Mister, you've heard the question. I have. Possible answers. Where do you think you'd fall? So I am interested in also not living in a haunted house. Yeah. Which kind of makes me feel like number four there would be the better option because for whatever reason, it sounds like that place is going to be pretty safely protected from any sort of incursions from the outside, like anybody else who might be in the warehouse might be able to protect me upstairs oh, right, because you got going some, on downstairs. Right, stuff's happening. Because yeah. I know how to keep my mouth shut. They probably right. have a lot of protection money. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like living over a bar, kind of. Right. And I can handle the occasional loud noise. I'm, you know, I've slept through construction and cars backfiring and stuff. So it seems like this place is probably on the up and up. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know they're maybe just filming movies or something down there. They got to work oh, at all I strange didn't think hours. Think about movies. Yeah. Oh. You so, might be a big star someday. It's true. They I might know. get you involved. Well, that's, that's a, that's <laughs> I'm definitely. I've got literally. star quality. That's <laughs> a good, good choice there. All right, Chris. Yeah. Very well answered. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg Simpson. Where do you think you fall? Which apartment would you love? Well, you know, I'm thinking. I'm thinking three. You think three? Well, I tell you why. The great part about that is. Someone's going to cook for me, clean for me, <laughs> watch my every move. If I bring someone home that I may or may not want to stay for a long time, I just simply let it slip that there's someone in there. She'll take care of them. It's out. It's done. I'm oh, good. I'm telling perfect. you. And you oh. know what? The rent's got to be cheap. I'm Honey, good. I'd like to see you again. It's there you just... go. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, yeah she's, hello. She's, a, she's a battle axe, That's man. It. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Sheldon, that was a lot to take in, wasn't it? That was a very creative angle there. For I Gregory. loved it. Well, now is the time when I tell you the answer to the question. That's right. There are answers. Yeah. Believe it or not. Oh, yeah. there's a correct answer? Turns out. It didn't say there was correct. There's an answer. Just an answer. Oh, okay. There's a. Turns out, Leonard is correct. It is the not haunted two-bedroom yeah. house. It's good to call it where no murders have ever taken place. Why would you want to live in a place that people got murdered? Not with you. Leonard. Yeah. I'm absolutely with you. All right. Excellent. So that was question number one. You guys starting to get the feel of the bounce and the sway? Well, yeah, I was seeing which way the host is leaning, at least. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm never accused of being biased. Fair. No. <laughs> 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 anyway, no. Huge. Thank you very much. Okay. 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 I am chemistry. the check and balance on the host. <laughs> yeah. oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Do we feel, do we feel, ladies and gentlemen, and folks on the panel, that we are ready to roll into the next question? Absolutely. Absolutely. Let's roll. You guys ready to roll? All right, we're gonna roll. We're gonna roll. And it's going. This question, ladies and gentlemen, is going to Christer Rollins. Ready? Yes. All you have to do, and you may be the most qualified person on the panel to answer this question. All right. Yep. <laughs> it's about what I it's had the beard, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I delighted myself. <laughs> Name the most hipster accident. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, bartender at a meadery burned when his mustache wax caught fire due to a steampunk vape malfunction. Now, may I clarify something? This is not a meadery. 
It's not a meter. It's right. a meter. Probably yes. a lot of vegetarians. So it's not what they mean. If it's no, a meter. Not right. Right. right next to the kombucha place. Yes. Do they, make, do they make meat there? What do they do no, with a meter? It's on Washington Avenue. There's no meat on Washington It's a meter. Yeah. Right. There's oh, a yeah. great barbecue joint on Washington Avenue. There is. Lingua. Yeah. yeah. It's very nice. Number two, most hipster accident possibility is foot amputated from man whose drain pipe skinny deans rapidly shrunk as he was pulled into the sea when the pack of golden retrievers he was professionally walking bolted in pursuit of an errantly thrown frisbee. <laughs> All right. Okay. Nice. Yes, it is as easy as it looks. You can't make this stuff up. You can't. You can't. Obviously. Third possibility for most hipster accident. Woman has seizure during ironic Tinder date when she became mesmerized by clashing plaids worn by her electric bike mechanic companion. Hmm. Pretty hipster accident. Yeah, those are all... Uh... <laughs> And the last one. Oh, there's number more. four. Oh yes, there's usually four. <laughs> I'll warn you if it's other than four. By the way, <laughs> Chris, are new to the new to the panel, ladies and gentlemen. First time. Number four. Professional heirloom hops roaster falls to his death when his suspender snapped whilst he was inspecting the roof of a silo he planned to convert into living space. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of those is the most hipster accident? Man, there's some options there. And feel free to laugh into the mic. All, yeah. of, all of them, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I like the idea of a mustache wax burning from a steampunk vape pen. That yeah. does seem pretty good. Also, the uh, the alternative living space uh, suggested in number four, where the silo is converted into a home. That would be That's pretty hot. That's hot. I feel like kids are spending too much money on avocado toast to be able to afford a silo, though. Right. So I'm going to have to go with number two, the, uh, the guy who, uh, who drowned as his pants slowly shrunk around his body yeah. while the dogs uh, did nothing, essentially. They were chasing the Frisbee and did nothing. I just feel like, uh, like especially with the movement of like the kill all men thing that's going yeah. on with the hipsters, I feel like that, that really strikes right to the core of that <laughs> argument. Right there. They want to kill all men? No, it's just like a, you know, it's down a with thing. the patriarchy sort of thing. Nothing oh. you have to worry about, Leonard. Wait, but I'm a man, I think. I think we're going to find out later. Okay. <laughs> so, boy, that, that did not come out the way I hoped it would. <laughs> I just want to say. Albina it didn't dumpster. come out the way I hoped it would. It was a lot more aggressive. Albina dumpster, yeah, I know. We'll confirm. All right, now we're going to go over to Krista. Chris, uh, you are Krista, right? I am Krista, yeah. We're not coming to you. We're going over to Greg. Okay. Yes, Greg, what do you well, think? Well, you know, uh, the interesting one for me was the uh, uh, wardrobe malfunction Tinder date. Oh, yes. Because I'm thinking that, you know, anyone who wore different plaids yeah. in any of those situations and, you know, just just exploded in front of this poor woman, and I don't mean that literally, but no, understood, um, understood. I think that is the, the best answer out there. <laughs> All right, well, uh, well I, I, I a bit agree, but we'll see after we hear from our good friend Leonard Kimball. Hey, I'm going to go with the, the mustache wax burning from the steampunk guy. Oh. It's gonna, it, it brings me back. Grizzly. Yeah, it brings me back to my days of LARPing when, uh, <laughs> when uh, we, we have guys who are dressed in steampunk outfits. Sorry. Uh, that, w that wasn't a joke. Really <laughs> no, no, it's, it was. it's just... <laughs> no, really. Uh, I have an allergy. <laughs> He's just saying what we're all thinking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank no, you. No, it's, a, it's perfectly fine for a 40-year-old to LARP. Okay? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> fine. Perfectly fine. 
I saw some LARPers on a on the USM Portland campus the other day, and they were all wearing like cargo shorts, which sort of <laughs> takes away some of the magic. I feel like <laughs> we're LARPing from the from the from the waist up. Yeah, it was just it was practice. <laughs> was they, they were LARPing from 1982. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> they so, had some Walkmans in their pockets. Yeah, yeah, yeah right? Yeah. Walkman, they got like they the, had a the little foam headphones on with the yeah. little, little orange buds. Yeah, yeah. yeah listening yeah. to Oingo Boingo. A Walkman. <laughs> I still got one of those. <laughs> oh, cool. Oingo yeah. Boingo, weird science, baby. <laughs> Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. I digress. So, the answer to that question turns out is the professional heirloom hops roaster. Ooh. Oh. So, no points to nobody. nobody got it. Oh. Now you understand why there are four answers. That's right. <laughs> like, that way I can screw you all over. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen, we are midway. <laughs> midway to the bulk of the quiz. Two more multiple choice questions now, ladies and gentlemen in the audience and those out in podcast land. We're going to take a short eight-second break, um, and we will rejoin the quiz with question number three. I'm Doug Burkfeld, your host with Sheldon Bird, Greg Simpson, Krista Rollins, and Leonard Kimball. We are back here at Craft Brew Underground at 34 Court. That has over 200 beers for you to sample. Lovely bartender Sarah, who's friendly and terrific, ready to serve you. Plus, the audience has fortified themselves with their beer of choice and are ready for the next segment yeah. of Ultra Quiz Plus, yeah. which is question three, <laughs> directed at Greg Simpson from Mystery for Hire. Are you ready? I am ready. Name the actual you term. <laughs> You'll see. Go ahead. Name. <laughs> name. All right, silence, please. Name the actual. Thank you, thank you, children. Name <laughs> the actual term from the Urban Dictionary. Okay. Ready? All right. Here it is. A submarine. Definition? A person who likes to be in charge until there's something to actually do, at which point they vanish from sight. The (laughs) submarine. Could be an actual Urban Dictionary definition. Or you could have number two. Foucault's pedophile. Definition? A white man who changes his views on rape based on how rich or politically connected the offender is, i.e. Lindsey Graham or Mitch McConnell. Could be in the Urban Dictionary. You could also have, number three, Schrodinger's douchebag. (laughs) (laughs) A person who says offensive things and then decides if he's joking based on the reaction he gets. That's good. I like that. Schrodinger's douchebag could be that one. Or it could be, definition number four, a Canadian tickler. A man with maple syrup stuck to his mustache. Which one of these is an actual urban dictionary Definition. Greg wins the prize for having the toughest set of questions. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's, that's a point right there. Yeah. Um, well, it cannot be the Canadian tickler because I don't think they have any sense of humor whatsoever. Whoa! Big shout out to our neighbors to the north. Oh, Canada. Now, I just want to caution you, Greg. We established on an earlier show that if you offend one Canadian, you offend them all. And don't get Canadians mad at us. That, that, that's fine. Okay. <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Are they going to invade us? They Greg can have is, it. <laughs> Greg is nonplussed. I made a movie about that. That's it's right. called South Park. <laughs> They're going to run down here and give us all that free health care and everything. Yeah, yeah might, might actually help. Yeah. You should yeah. probably be baiting. Oh. And I don't yeah. care as long as they bring drugs with them. Hey! Okay. Oh, Legitimately drugs cheap drugs. <laughs> uh, all right. Now, I would love to think that it was uh, number two. 
because um, I think I would have called it something different. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but your term wouldn't make the urban dictionary. My term wouldn't make the urban dictionary, and I think you know, just picking on Republicans is like kicking puppies. You know, so that's, Aww, not, that's not bad. So cute I'm, little baby. Yeah, I'm going to go with um, number three. Schrodinger's. I Douche think bag. that has a, a, just a very wonderful ring to it. It has a ring. It has a ring. Yeah. So we're going to move up to Leonard Kimball. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with, with Greg here. The Schrodinger, what is it, Schrodinger's douchebag. Uh, I, yes. I, I think that's fairly accurate. I think that happens a lot. Like, I think people will say something, and, like, and, and then I go like, oh, wait, what are you talking about? Oh, oh no, sorry, I, w- I didn't mean it that way. Oh, I was just joking, my I'm just, friend. I'm joking around. I'm, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's all. Just joking. Yeah, yeah come on. Joking. joking, yeah. yeah. I'm just joking. I'm not a douchebag. No, I'm just joking. No. Yeah. yeah. So, Krister. Yeah. I know, I think Leonard and I's uh, deep discussion about it may have swayed you one way or the other, so... How do you how do you fall on this question? Pick the correct one. Pick the cor- can Man, you pick know, the right? correct one, please. Pick the correct one, please. So I do like Schrodinger's douchebag as a concept, not as a person. Right. You like the concept. I like the idea. Yeah. It, it is a it fills a fills a void that I didn't know I need uh, needed mm. defining, but there it is. <laughs> but I also kind of like submarine. I feel like that's uh, it's clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, people who are around and then disappear, I identify it. In a, but you know the thing it, about a submarine? What's that? It's full of semen. That's true. Yeah, so I identify it with it even more. Even more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so that's, I'll go, I'm going with submarine now. We're going with yeah, submarine. You convinced me. I talked them into it. <laughs> yeah. All right, yeah. Out by the dumpster. Okay. Got it. <laughs> Let the record show the host has scored a point for the creativity of this question. Oh, yeah. thank, you. thank you very much. Oh, congratulations, thank you very much, Sheldon. Thank you very much. Well, I'll tell you the right answer. <laughs> Schrodinger's douchebag. Ooh, yeah. And it actually is, man. Chris, it just really right means one. a person on Twitter who does that. But I think it extends to what we would call real life. This, yeah, show, this, show, this show is so much easier. Real life and Twitter in the same sentence? It, can happen. Yeah. Oh, okay. when your Twitter world collides with reality, it's, it's, it's scary. <laughs> I, just, I just want to say to Chris, there, this show is a lot easier. You just pick the right answer. Well, I think that I did pick the right answer. It's just for a different show. Oh, okay. Got yeah. it. Actually, submarine was a term used to describe Theresa May. Oh, okay. Um, who was at one point the uh, PM one of the many PM. PMs of right. England. Yeah, right. Yeah. So that's Ooh. a little shout out to our neighbors in the UK. There we go. They, they've gone through like a few Brexit. prime ministers lately, right? They have. Yeah. Oh, like. Well, th- no, Theresa May hung out for a long time, and now there's an uh, even worse person. There's Boris. Nick, right, Bojo. Boris. Bojo. <laughs> the guy that's like Trump. I hope our friends from Newcastle on Tyne are enjoying this segment we crafted just, just for, for you. you. It's not pandering. No. <laughs> it's not pandering. No. Congratulations on your new prime minister. I'm chuffed the you're listening. Pandering. I'm chuffed you're listening, bruv, isn't it? <laughs> So, moving on to question number four. Who is going to get that question? It's going to be Leonard. Leonard, all right. It's going to be Leonard. Let's do it. Leonard. <laughs> I already got last. I need a point for that, Sheldon. Thank oh, you. Oh, you know, as, as we've established, I do delight myself from time to time. Choose the cute animal friendship that ended in tragedy. <laughs> wow, Okay. You just like the premise. Yes. <laughs> it was the St. Bernard and the Chihuahua in heat. Oh, that's a true story. Oh. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's a true story, but that's not among our choices tonight. Okay, good. You could have animal friendship known as Grumpy and Nipper. It's an ill-tempered lion who's friends with a very bitey antelope. <laughs> that uh, might end in tragedy. All right. You could have Stripey Bruce and Bloody Mac. It's a blind tiger shark, friends with a hemophiliac mackerel. Oh. <laughs> that could be, that, something could go wrong there. You could also have Wiley and Buttery Tim, a resourceful coyote and a one-legged roadrunner. <laughs> and then you could also choose Snapper John and Long Johnson. <laughs> That's a pair comprised of a very large snapping turtle and a very well-endowed Shetland pony. <laughs> <laughs> Which one of these animal friendships do you think ended in tragedy? Uh, I'm going to go, obviously, with number four. You're go- of course you are. <laughs> yeah, yes. Course uh, only because... You identify with a turtle? Uh, <laughs> no, I could identify with, with uh, the, the show MASH from the 80s. <laughs> That's what you're going for here, right? That's very astute. He's talking about math. <laughs> no, it's... Alan, I, Trapper John? Right? I'm with you now. Yeah, okay, got it. Yeah. Trapper John. Trapper John. A spinoff. Yeah, Trapper, Trapper John. Trapper John, MD. Right. Yeah, I remember that. Uh, a tragic, tragic animals were on that show as well. Were there? Yeah. The humans. The humans. Human animals. Oh, remember, right. what was his name? Painless Perkins and his problem? It was like the Shetland Pony. That's right. Oh, all right. Sure. No, very much. That's so. what I was going for. So, who are the real animals? Right? Uh, the in animals. the arms of the. All right, let's not oh, get sorry. to Maudlin. We're not Alan Alda. I'm the worst singer. Sorry. All right, so so you've weighed in. Oh, yeah. Tra- Trapper John, number four. You're going four. with Snapper John and Long Johnson. Krista, where sure. do you think you would like to fall? I'm going with Grumpy and Nipper. You know Grumpy what? and Nipper. I like Nipper. He's got spunk. Spunky. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Feeling good. It's a bitey envelope. Not an envelope at all. He's an antelope. An antelope. Yeah. <laughs> New, perhaps, or an ibex. One of those things. Yeah. One of those horny, jumpy things. Right. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> horny, jumpy thing. Yeah. There's one of those at the bar. Yeah! Greg ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I'm here all week. Yay! Uh, Greg. Would you care to answer the question? As a matter of fact, um, my answer go is somewhat nostalgic, I'm afraid. Um, I grew up in the era of Wiley Coyote and the Roadrunner, yeah. and I think it's about time that Wiley gets a shot at something. And with a one-legged Roadrunner, he's got a shot. Right. He was always getting killed, smashed, beaten, right. robbed. It's about time. The thing about wins. a Roadrunner it's is about it only time has he wins. two legs. Yeah. And most people don't know that the name, the Roadrunner's actual name was Buttery Tim. Hmm. Oh, my. It's true. I did, All right, I did not know that. I it wasn't know beep, that. beep. <laughs> no, no, no. That's just what the publicists wanted him to be. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He fought that. He fought that hard. Anyway, so I want to say that the correct answer, ladies and gentlemen, is unfortunately Stripey Bruce and Bloody Mad. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Sheldon. I'm glad I got points for being close to the one that was actually right. Bird. <laughs> yes, Thank Douglas. You. Thank you very much, Greg. <laughs> Sheldon Bird in the birdcage. I think it's time right now to have a check of the scores. At the end of round one, the score is Leonard Kimball with three points, Krista Rollins with two points, and Greg Simpson hitting it hard with the quips at four points. What? Yeah. It's a low-scoring game, which means there's all to play for. As we move in to... The charity round. I want to caution, caution our panelists. The charity round is a serious round in which I read out some needy entities 
and you donate the points I might have given you to that entity. Some meaty entities? Needy entities. Oh, they're made points. Of, got it. They're made of meat. Yeah. 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 Points, Leonard, that they can use, right, at the local landfill for selected items, the library on Sunday if they've brought their library card, and, of course, at the Portland Museum of Art. Anytime it's closed, you're free to walk up and down the sidewalk outside. So I'm going to let our panelists take a minute to get into the mode, the mode of the charity. We're going to put our jocularity aside. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Okay. Yeah. Leonard, before we <laughs> proceed with the charity round, I'm Doug Bergfeld with Sheldon Bird, Greg Simpson, Krista Rollins, and Leonard Kimball here on Ultra Quiz Plus. As always, we didn't have to plus it, but uh, we, we did. did. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, here at CBU and out there in podcast land, now is the time we put our jocularity aside and concentrate on needy entities. Oh, I get it. Jocularity. It's kind of like, like your jock. I get it. Oh, Leonard. <laughs> sorry. Leonard. Uh, I'm, I'm it sorry. It took him a couple of weeks to pick I, it up. I, really? But <laughs> I, you know, how long I, have I been on the show? Long time, Leonard. <laughs> and I just want to say, I would, I would take the time to run through this with you, okay. but we need to be concentrating on our needy entities tonight. I uh, want to take this seriously. So I just, do you have a suggestion on how we move the jocularity? Is it like a two-handed... Thing. Should we really get Just that hook in your finger in there and kind of pull it to the side. To the, it's, okay, that's how I do it anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Jesus, people. Yeah, I think Jesus. I think two hand the two handed method is the best way. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Don't stick fingers into anything unless <laughs> <laughs> you don't know how unless, to have fun, do you? <laughs> unless you've been invited. Leonard, yours is a. Chastity belt. You got it on wrong. <laughs> oh, I put it on backwards again. Again. Oh. All right. So, <clears throat> two-handed method. We got it. Char yeah. Charity round. This Let's week's do it. this week's needy entities are unloved rescue animals. Huh. Very serious, oh, right? God. Really, these really, really pull at your heartstrings. Cue the violins. Yes. Here we go. You could have, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, by the way, this is open round. The minute you've decided to award your points to one of our needy entities, you may call right in. You could have Milky-Eyed Lyle. He's a blind tomcat with most of his legs, a pronounced limp, whose tongue always sticks out just a little bit. Milky-Eyed Lyle. Somebody steal my cat? <laughs> oh, what's his name? Well, but you could have you got a name tag on it. I, you know, I only have what I have oh, on the okay. card. But good question. Just you know, hey, people out in podcast land, if you know Milky Eyed Lyle, let us know if he has a tag on him. Okay. Number two, because it, it could just be like a three-legged cat that's Milky Eyed, but it's not Lyle. Could I mean, be a different cat, right? And that could not be Sheldon's cat. It could be not Sheldon's cat. <laughs> okay. That is correct. All right. Any cat might not be Sheldon's cat. Yes. So Especially back to Schrodinger's cat. Oh! Uh, da, 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 da. Points to the birdcage! Oh, oh, baby. It's cooking now. Or you could have number two. You could have number two. Not Pauline. Once a female parrot. 
who is now gender fluid and pronoun non-specific. Hmm. Not Pauline. Not Pauline. Not Pauline. Not, and not the birdcage would like to point out the script says it once female parrot who is now gender fluid and pronoun son specific. <laughs> Thank you, Sheldon, for pointing out my typographical errors to an audience who cannot see the script. Oh, you, look at the lighting over there. Absolutely. <laughs> I've been proofreading you for years. Screening his plumage. <laughs> not Pauline is gender fluid, but grammatically very strict. That's apparently. <laughs> Barely. So it's not Pauline, not Paul. It's just on the card, Leonard. I think you should keep your gender fluid to yourself. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yes. Ugh. Let's not put any pressure on Pauline. <laughs> the table's all messy. We're back to the submarine. Yeah. <laughs> you can have number three. Oh, we're, mo we're, we're moving on, apparently. I was late to that party. Okay. Oh, you can have, have number three, undersized Monty. Undersized Monty is a common garter snake that insists that he's really a python who <laughs> suffers under a curse. <laughs> Undersized Monty. Right. You know, you know. And waiting for true love's kiss. I, I, I okay. need to jump in. I think Monty should get my points. I'm, oh, you're giving up for Monty. I, 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 you know, I identify poor Monty. You know, giving it up for all, the short. Always snakes. wanted to be something more than he was. You know. Yeah. It, it could be for Monty that all the the holes that he sort of like, like sort of slipped in have just gotten bigger. Over the years, and nothing's actually happened to That's him. That's my excuse. It's not his fault. <laughs> nothing. That's what I'm trying to say. It's not his fault. Nothing's tight enough for him. Oh right. my God! Yeah, <laughs> things have just gotten bigger for him. To... <laughs> yeah, I just want to say it's a charity round. Oh, sorry. What? <laughs> it's just a charity round, and I, 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 I love having you on the show, Leonard. And I want to uh, move on to um, number four. Horny no bones. Horny no bones is an oversex nightcrawler. That won't take no for an answer. <laughs> Maybe we should introduce the two. Right. Ooh. Hey, there's some creative thinking over there with Greg. And bring a camera. There you go. Hey, we could start a charity unloved rescue animal matchmaking service. <laughs> I see an animated feature film. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Hello, Disney. Or you could have the final one. Oh, there's five. There's five. Wow. I know, I usually warn you, but I failed to do so in. because I'm a bad man. There are no wrong answers. It could be Tobaka. Tobaka is just a mildewy potato with googly eyes stuck on it. <laughs> Poor oh. thing. <laughs> there but for the grace of God. Uh, <laughs> that's it. Hell, Tobaka gets my points. That's for You're sure. You're Tobaka. Yeah, I believe in him. I really do. I can see your eyes light up right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But Tobaka's not an animal, though. Krister has one of those in his cupboard, actually. Oh, okay. It's, right? it's yeah. living. He's yeah. a symbiote. Oh, okay. He's like Venom. Okay. <laughs> He's like Venom. Exactly like Venom. Sure, I got it. <laughs> Plus, you know, I could always use him to power my, like, grade school alarm clock experiment. Thing. Oh, that's good. Right? Yeah, they keep potatoes on the uh, International Space Station in case they run out of power. Turns yeah. out it's true. Hmm. What? Really? Yeah. According to Sheldon Burton. Okay. It's true. It's just keep some yeah. Duracells. <laughs> that's what? not fun. Yeah. Leonard, you haven't awarded any points to anybody yet. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to give my points to the... The, the guy who's not necessarily undersized, but the guy who sort of the holes have gotten bigger over time. <laughs> and <laughs> I, I think, like, it's just not fair that, like, he thinks he's 
He thinks he's a good size. Yeah. Is I mean, this, he's got the stereotype that he's trying to live up to. Yeah, he's got the stereotype thing happening. Is this biographical Leonard, really? What? No, I'm talking about Monty here. Yeah, the Monty, the python. Yeah, the python. The nine and a half inch python. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> he, he, Undersized I, I think yeah. you missed the point of the story. Yeah, <laughs> I think, Leonard, I think maybe after this question... He, Monty's under a lot of pressure, okay? Yeah, we'll just... He's got to live up to the stereotype, and, and, and it's like it's not fair for him. I understand. Okay. So we'll just have a little, kind of glaze Don't over. you think? We'll have a little <laughs> chat after this question, All right. okay? I'll bite a dumpster again? That's where it happens. Okay, bring That's the, where the magic happens, bring ladies the, and bring gentlemen. The, bring the ruler. Okay. Out by the dumpster. <laughs> so, good news, charity recipients. Um, looks like, looks like undersized Monty got a double dose of points. There we go. Yeah. Right? And Tobaka got a little, <laughs> got a little action as well. Um, bad luck, Horny, not Pauline and Milky-Eyed Lyles. Please apply again. Thank you very much. Yep. That was the Ultra Quiz Plus charity round. When we come back, we're moving on to the lightning, lightning, lightning fast world of Ooh. true or false. That's right. True or false questions. It's an open round. Anyone can call out true or false at any time. It moves at a clip pace. I hope you guys have strapped in for the true or false lightning fast round. I'm Doug Bergfeld with Sheldon yeah. Bird at Craft Brew Underground, 34 Tweet. Core Street, 200 craft beers available to you. Sarah's at the bar with Leonard Kimball, Christopher Rollins, and Greg Simpson. <laughs> Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Ultra Quiz Plus. It's time now for the lightning, 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 fast world of Woo! true or false. That's right. It's true or it's false. What could be easier? You tell me. Nothing can be. Here we go. I just want to say before we start yes, uh, 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 that I'm going to really try to go as fast as, as possible this time. Because I know that in the, in the past, this round has been, been sort of mucked up and slowed down. By other people that not me. I'm gonna make sure. Yeah, you. I'm not gonna, you, Leonard. Not me, but I'm Freaking gonna do myself. Not Leonard. As a veteran of the show, I'm gonna yeah, show Chris and Greg how to the newbies along. How to keep things flowing. How to keep it rolling fast. That crackle. Right. All right. Number and, one. And uh, actually, to Leonard's point, uh, you you asked earlier what could be faster, true or false. Yeah. Just not presenting an option. Just would be faster. Would oh. be faster. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah I feel like that's I lose true. a little bit of the, just, of just the danger right. with that. Just straight truth. Just tell I just tell, Oh, straight truth. Yeah. yeah. Just believe it. You sound like all the girlfriends I've ever had. I like Chris's <laughs> idea. This would just go faster if you would just read the true things. We and, just tell the truth. Yeah. You, and, and then we move on to the next <laughs> round. Yeah. Before we begin, I forgot to tell you before the last round, put your jocularity back in place. Oh, yeah, oh. jocularity now. All right, yeah. two-handed method. One last look, yeah. and I'll <laughs> whip it out. Here we okay. go. Sit straight. Lightning fast, two or false, ultra quiz plus, lightning, lightning, lightning fast. Number one, Kellyanne Conway has a second set of manitables inside her mouth. <laughs> true. Uh, I think it's true. It probably opens the gateway to the upside down. It's like a weird... Weird. True or false, Leonard? True. True. Like a like an alien? That's the sort of vibe I was going That's for. Sort of, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with. What, what's the vibe from her? It's husband? true, ladies and gentlemen. It's true. Lightning fast. Lightning fast. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, it's yeah. true. What it's about Greg? So far. <laughs> Moving on, number two. Oh, what, what's Greg's answer? True. Okay. <laughs> <It was> true. <laughs> 
Good Lightning choice, Greg. Fast. Sheldon Bird in the Bird Cage. Number two, Starlings. When sitting together. Now, hold it before we get going there. I just want to. This whole thing reminded me of the time that Ann Coulter had her jaw wired shut. Yeah, I remember one of that. Great that was, times oh, in American That was oh great. God. Lightning, lightning, lightning fast. Number two, Starlings. When sitting together on overhead wires, always spell out crows suck in Morse code. Uh, that's got to be false. There's no way that's true. No, I think that they're probably pretty smart, and they know that crows are smart, so they do it just to sort of taunt them. Yeah. I'm going to go with true. I know crows are smart. Greg? I didn't know False. Crows smart. That's true, ladies and gentlemen. It's yeah. true. Of course Ooh. it's true. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Shakespeare wrote I, that. I get a point they're for that illiterate. one. Ladies and gentlemen. I, I said false, but I meant true. Relevant question <laughs> to you. the crowd. In any group of eight or more, one is a stand-up comedian, and the other seven have talked about giving it a try. <laughs> That's, most That's definitely true. true. Most definitely true. That's true. Ladies and gentlemen, of course it's true. Number four, if trees could talk, they wouldn't. Yeah, they would. That's false. <laughs> it's false. They're basically you say, I think they. I think that's false. I think they would talk. If, but if a tree's alone in the woods and it is talking, does anyone? We know? just don't know. Uh, we just don't okay. know. When you are not looking, clouds shape themselves into rude cartoons. Absolutely. Yes, <laughs> true. True. It is true. Of course it's true. Number six, each person is the center of their own massively, mostly unexplored universe. Massive. Massive, baby. Yeah, I would, I would think that's true, because sometimes I think, like, there's these theories about how big the actual universe is, and, and I wonder, like, is Why it really, is it really just <laughs> me? Is it true or false, Leonard? I said true. I'm just trying is to... Is true? Uh, uh, yes, I'm trying to... Yeah, oh, right. oh. yeah. Speed up, guys. Say, mine's pretty well explored. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean. Hey, 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 Number seven in the final, lightning fast, lightning, lightning, lightning fast. True or false question is, Jared Kushner is a poxy moron. <laughs> he's a bunch of morons. I'll go with Drew. <laughs> yeah, I think he's, he's a, a poxy a group, group of morons together. So they're going all, blue. <laughs> yes. Ah, I thought you might. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Krista? Uh, yeah, let's say true. That's true. Yeah, of yeah. course it's true, ladies and gentlemen. All right, that was a lightning, lightning, lightning fast world of true or false. And it's time now for a quick check of the scores with Sheldon Bird, the lovely Sheldon Bird in the Ka-ka! birthday All right, so we have a contest here, ladies and gentlemen, after the lightning fast true-false round. The score is Leonard Kimball with 11, Krista Rollins with 11, and Greg ah. Simpson with 10. Holy wow. This is anyone's contest. Everyone's on the edge of their seats in the audience. Yeah. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here at Craft Brew Underground at 34 Court Street. Boom, boom, room. As Sheldon likes to call it. And there's been a few booms. And as you can see, the audience is starting to balloon. Um, plenty of show left, everybody. Just sit down and enjoy as I think much that's as you a can. Shellfish allergy. Yeah. We're, <laughs> we're moving into the mystery round, which, Greg, you should have an advantage. I'm ready. Because you're a mystery for hire. I am. In the mystery round. And tonight's mystery round. Shenanigans. Is, is it real or did I make it up? Read by the velvety tones of the lovely Sheldon Bird. First one is to you, Leonard. Sheldon. Hello. Leonard. Scenario number one. 
All right. Lonnie Gamble, the owner of Lawn's Shot Bar, Bingo, and Event Center, was treated at the scene for cuts and bruises after the weekly bingo game descended into violence. I was calling the game just like I do every Sunday night, and then she came in. The police report describes a woman calling herself Colette Collier, who dressed in a large-brimmed sun hat, dark glasses, and a tight so-called Jessica Rabbit dress, who began playing a number of cards and somehow won every game. She won every game that night, said Lonnie. People got restless and some accused me of flirting with her, which I may have, but not to the point of rigging the game. When Ms. Collier cashed out and departed abruptly, the ruckus began. No one will fess up to starting the attack, the Sergeant Detective Henry Lyons said. Some of those bingo board cuts are pretty deep, but mostly it's his pride that's hurt. I think all those bingo marker stains will wash right off, but bingo people are a vengeful bunch. We will keep a squad car parked by his house for a few days just to be safe. Is it real? Sheldon, I just want to comment on the fact that Sergeant Detective Henry Lyons sounds like he's from away. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. All right. This is, this is the great melting pot. It is the great melting pot. Now, Leonard, is it real or did I make it up? All right. I'm going to assume that you made it up because there's no way... Someone's gonna come in and win all those bingo games. You know, the night goes on. You think bingo security is so tight? Yes. That nobody could game the system. Yeah, so to speak. Yeah, I was just saying. Yeah, the the, uh, tighter than Wall Street security. It is. It's tight. Bingo games are tight. Just last night, I was at that Greg's show of bingo spells murder. You know, the murder for high, or the mystery for high. Oh, is that Bingo Spells yeah, Murder? Lovely Don that Hartle was the show last night. Right. Oh, that was an accidental plug for. Wow. Yeah. Thank you very much. Don Hartle was there, Amanda Kinsey. Yeah. Uh, so there's no way someone would win all those bingo games without someone calling shenanigans, which I tried, oh, 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 oh. I tried to call earlier, but no, yeah. one, no one heard me. Yeah, well, Sheldon heard you. Okay. He's taking note. There'll be yeah. a full this, investigation. This game is played under protest. Just make sure you, your wife, and children are available for the inquest. Got it. Ready. Okay, turns out, number one, no. you're correct, Leonard. God, I hope not. I made it up. <laughs> yeah. Okay, oh. I made that one up, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Sounded good. These things can happen. Don't mess around with bingo. Yeah, well, I knew. I knew it was a risk. So, Sheldon, are you ready to deliver up to Krister and hold forth on... Number two, with the magic of your voice. Why, How yes, Douglas, I am. Number two, Krister. Police were called to break up a fight under unusual circumstances at a small bar Thursday night. When they arrived, police were met with two women dressed in identical outfits and hairstyles who were engaged in violent fisticuffs. A third woman, also dressed to match the two combatants, was drawn into the fray when she attempted to break up the fight as police arrived. After the officers subdued the threesome, it was discovered that two of the women were backup singers for the band playing that night. And during a guitar solo, the women somehow discovered that they were both sexually involved with the bass player. (laughs) They just stopped singing and started swinging, said the drummer. I'm surprised at Barry. Usually it's we drummers who cause this sort of thing. (laughs) Is it real, Krista? 
or did I make it up? So the question is true or false? It is an answer that involves the words true or false will garner no points. Okay. Oh. You know, noted. Yeah. Yeah. It seems We're very strict here. We are strict here. That's right. Yeah. Uh -huh. Rules are rules. So true or false, this is... Mm. You know, I really loved hearing it, regardless of what the answer is. Oh, that's nice of you to say. Now, I'm the son of a bassist. And it definitely sounds like a, that last comment definitely sounds like a boastful drummer comment. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a bassist. But, oh, all right. Yeah. Yeah. You made it up. He says I made it up, Sheldon. Sadly, it's real. It's real. Happened, <laughs> it's certainly not true. During No, it's real. It it's, happened during a uh, so, concert at Higher Grounds in Hollow Maine. It's verifiable. I was a witness. So it's not true? No, it, it was, sounds it like it's true. true. The host yeah. actually saw it happen. I saw it, oh. it happen, dude. It's real. You, you oh, so it's true. It's true. I think I got it. It's true. You weren't the bassist. I was not the bassist. Uh, I have to be curious about it. I have, language. have had similar problems. I'm sure. The, oh, no. bass, the bassist always gets the girl. Okay, so moving on to the wonderful, <laughs> talented, and compliant Craig Simpson. For the third, the yes is it man. real or did I make it up question. He yes is man, fairly Greg well behaved yes, compared he, he, to yeah, the other yeah, two yeah. scallowags. Yeah. All right, Gregory. Sir. Question three. An assistant athletic director was fired from a rural college when, just before he was to officiate the start of a race with a starting pistol, he was overtaken with the need to use the bathroom. The man, upon entering the stall, noticed that in the adjacent stall, there was a pair of wingtips under the partition, and another man was enjoying the facilities. I don't know what came over me, said the man to the campus police, but when I realized I'd brought the starting gun in there with me, I pushed the muzzle under the stall and fired. The police apprehended the gunman as he was following the trail of fecal matter to locate the victim to apologize. I felt bad, said the man, who could barely squelch his fits of laughter. That poor guy, he probably didn't deserve it. <laughs> Is it real? Or you did know, I make it up? You know, frankly... I don't care if it is or not. I love the story, and it's <laughs> and if it didn't happen, it should have. But I think it's real. You think it's real? I do. Well, compliments to Steve Campana. It's real. Hey. Oh, wow, that's correct. And I've heard story. that story. <laughs> One of the many stories you can hear if you hang out with us at the Liberal Cup on any night of the week. <laughs> or go back and listen to Alley Chat podcast. Oh, oh, our sister program, Alley Chat podcast. We've been in hiatus, but there are. 14 very good episodes of Alley Chat, which is me, Doug Bergfeld, having a chat with Steve Campana. And occasionally. And occasionally, the wonderful and talented Sheldon Bird and yeah. other guests who pop in. Nice. And then we tell stories, drink beer, and talk about inventions. So that, that podcast is full of true stories, right? It's, they're all true, man. No, true. absolutely. Not, not made up stories. They no, don't, they're all true. Steve doesn't need to make up he, any stories. They're all real stories. <laughs> they're real because Steve can't lie. We go oh, okay. from, we go from, from uh, Randolph Grammar School up through Vietnam and into the Department of Labor. And I'll tell you, the stories just keep on. They keep yeah. on. Well, Is that a straight line? That's loyal. Not, <laughs> that's not a scale I've ever heard. Wow. Loyal. It is a magnificent Vietnam. scale. Department Bob of Labor. Young. Loyal listeners of this show. Well, remember uh, the question involving uh, personal hygiene inventions, one of which was the oak condom. That's correct. Yes. <laughs> that oak condom was invented by one Steve Campana. Steve Campana. Yes. Wow. Also, the digital zipper. 
Yes. Yeah, I think uh, they all were his. Robotic zipper. Yeah, yeah they were all his. Yeah. So does the oak condom like add a bunch of girth? Is that what it's for? <laughs> I do believe it, it would it, not result it, in pregnancy. It, it, well, it, it, yeah, it, splinters it, it's maybe. A, yeah, exactly. It's also good for premature ejaculation. <laughs> oh, it also good. combines the romanticism of a chance encounter with the reliability of oak. <laughs> there you go. And the danger of accidentally luring a woodpecker. Well, <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. That's, that's very good. No, no, okay. good. That's add, I don't mean that. the joke is good. I mean the, the woodpecker. Yeah, that's good. a double <laughs> entendre right there. Uh, Krista, we're doing a brand focus group. Uh, I really think you should woodpecker. come. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was the mystery round. Ladies and gentlemen, as we're moving on to the dreaded, the dreaded song round. That's right. But first, I must... Give our panelists the song round topics with a quick change of format, and they will have a few minutes to write the song. Tonight's topics, two choices, it was a it was a heavy news week, I gotta say. Are one, you could write a song about Trump attempting to buy Greenland. Ooh. Or what's the name of that fella, Sheldon? The you know Cooch. The Cooch, right. Yeah, the Cooch. Some some jazz bow. And the Trump administration suggested <laughs> that we change it's the poem. Ken Cuccinelli, who Cuccinelli. was the deputy, I believe. No, he was the communications director. Yeah. He was, After um, uh, Scaramucci, Scaramucci, yeah. can you hear the Fandango? Yeah, well, it's like that. <laughs> yeah, that sort of action. Anthony he left the White House, and then two years later, he's back now as the deputy director of like immigration. Sounds like a jazz <laughs> bow to me. So he wanted to change the Statue of Liberty's poem. And so you can write a song about either the Greenland bit or the Statue of Liberty bit. Okay. Understood? We All right, when we come back, it. song round, Ultra Quiz Plus, Craft Crew Underground, Doug Bergfeld, your host, Sheldon Bird, with Krista Rollins, Greg Simpson, and Leonard Kimball. Yeah. And it's time for the final round here at Ultra Quiz Plus. Thank you, audience, for sticking with us for the whole show. We are now moving into the dreaded song round. But before, before we can continue with the topics of Trump buying Greenland and rewriting the Statue of Liberty, we must sing the song round theme. Are we ready? Two, yes. three. It is the song round. Yes, it's the song round. It's the song round. It's the song round. All right, now. I don't know if I ever missed women more in my life. Yeah, right. But this song does a lot of work. It serves as the warm-up for you, the talent, tonight here on the panel to issue forth your song. We drew straws before this round, and Greg Simpson drew the short straw, so he will be the lead-off man on tonight's song round. Are you ready to sing forth your song? I think I am. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Simpson. I took uh, the um, path of least resistance tonight, and it's always fun to sing about Mr. Trump. Yes. So here goes. This land is Greenland. It won't be Trump land. We will not let you make it New York Island. From the frozen barrens to the icy waters. No tower here for you and me. We closed the door here and scrapped the visit. Thanks for the offer. 
But keep on looking Don't need a golf course Or failed casino No tower here for you and me Together this land is Greenland It won't be Trump land We will not let you Make it New York Island From the frozen barrens to the icy waters, no tower here for you and me. Ladies and gentlemen, Greg Simpson. Hey. I think it's fair to say that Greg is on the board. Another gag I failed to share with the panel. <laughs> All right. Next up. Wow, that was great, Greg. Really good. The next shortest straw. I think we'll all be surprised to learn. Was Leonard's. <laughs> yeah, we all know it was, the, it was the longest straw. But I I'm, always I'm knew second. Leonard's had a short straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready to issue forth your song? I am ready, but of course I have some, something to say before I start. Of course you do. Of course you do. Uh, <laughs> the lightning fast song round. Yeah. So... Oh, when we were given the the, the topic, yeah, and I, I, what I've told people before is like the first thing you do is you can figure out the song you're gonna sing it to, yeah, and then we went off to our our perspective corners and thought about our song. We came and we come back now, yeah. I don't know if this is the first time it's happened, but I actually have the same melody. As, as what Greg <laughs> chose. Believe it or not, Leonard, it is not the first time it it's happened. It's not the first no, time? No, it happened yeah. with Greg St. Hilaire and, and Regan Sweeney. They did Whoa. the same thing. Yep. Indeed. Okay. Yep. So let me just, uh, let me just wet and, my whistle. And, and we penalized them heavily for it. We did. We did. Especially did that Regan. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Penalized. Oh. Penalized. Yeah. All over their penals. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready for the magic the magic of songs. Yeah, the magic. It's going to be Leonard magic. Kimball, ladies and gentlemen. Greenland is Trump's land. Greenland is my land. From the Ulusat ice fjords to the Viking ruins. From the Unatark hot springs to the Aurora Borealis. Greenland was made for Trump and me. Oh, hey. We'll send a tweet out from a golden toilet. <laughs> and some complain that we can't afford it. All the things, although the Danes said no deal, we won't accord it. Greenland was made for Trump and me. Hey. That fake old climate change has exposed resources. Let's get that oil now to pay for Trump's divorces. Hey! Let's do it while we can before they start impeachment. Greenland was made, made for, for Trump and me. Everybody! Trump, Trump Greenland is Trump's land. Greenland is my land. From the Ulusat ice fjords to the Viking ruins to the Unatark hot springs to the Rory Borealis. Greenland was made for Trump and me. gracious it's a tighter 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 race than usual in the song round yeah you're never gonna believe this i don't believe it krister yeah i didn't uh, it's not the same thing. that's good because you because we didn't think the guy with the longest straw would do such a thing yeah, I, I don't uh, yeah. but i didn't write this what actually happened is i found there was a copy of penthouse in the bathroom and i found written on sharpie signed by donald trump this song uh, yeah. Uh, and that is so. It's, this is just a transcription of something that Donald. Yeah, Trump well, everyone wrote. knows that Auburn is a hotbed 
<laughs> yes, um, yes. For Donald Trump. Yeah, he's spending a lot of time in Auburn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what choice do you uh, have? There it is. Okay, ready? All right. It is about Greenland. Uh, I got sick of Manhattan. Said I needed a change. Checked my local listings for a home in my price range. They got this great little island. Well, it's actually quite grand. Because despite all the snow there, they call it Greenland. If you like sunshine at midnight and sled dogs in the snow, make an offer on Greenland. Hear a Dane say no. <laughs> well, Dan Mark owns Greenland. You probably didn't know I just learned. And when I offered to buy it, their answer left me feeling burned. Well, I don't want your stupid island. <laughs> Where is Denmark anyway? You can keep your seals in iceberg. Seals are dumb and Greenland's gay. <laughs> I still like sunshine at midnight and sled dogs in the snow. But since Greenland's off the table, think I'll try to buy Juno. Punchline. Mr. Rollins is on the board. All right, now comes the time, the critical time, where Sheldon Bird in the bird cage, and as you know, I can cage him, but I cannot control him. I think you could have sung that to this land is my land. I'm just <laughs> Sheldon now is calculating this course, but before he does that, he must be given his allotment of suet. Are you ready for your suet? Here I am giving him the suet now. Sheldon is taking it in. Dipped in beer, that's awesome. He is masticating the suet, and as we know, it takes a few minutes for the suet to register. Ah! I see a blink in his eye. He's ready to issue forth his scores. From the song round, we have a combination of the singing quality, which does count, the lyrics, and the song choice. We have Greg with 11 points. Now, this is just points on the song round. On the song round alone. We have Leonard with 12 points. Ooh, and we Leonard. have Krister with 13 points. <gasps> hey, now, hey. what can this mean? What does it mean the for the final score? score? We'll find oh, out. Will we? Just a minute. Oh, oh, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to take a short eight-second break. While Sheldon calculates the final scores, I'm Doug Bergfeld with Krista Rollins, Greg Simpson, Leonard Kimball at Craft Brew Underground, and of course, the lovely Sheldon Bird. And me, your host, Doug Bergfeld. Thank you very much. Sheldon Bird is ready to issue forth the final scores. Go ahead, Sheldon. The song round is extremely important, as you know. We do. And the preparation. This is where the real comic genius shows. Absolutely. Let's find out who the masters really are. As I said, the score from the song round mm. was Greg with 11, Leonard with 12, and Krista with 13. And it did tip the scales. The final score is Leonard Kimball with 14 points, Krista Rollins with 15, and Greg Simpson with 12. And Krista Rollins hey. is tonight's winner. Praising. I'm just gonna try to do an outro at some point. No, don't worry. They're doing the outro for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, as often happens here at Ultra Quiz Plus, 
The winner of the song round is also the winner of the quiz. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, let's hear it for Can be seen in Portland, Maine at uh, Sun on Outer Forest on September 8th and September 15th. Both Sundays, I believe. Both Sundays. Oh, yeah, damn. What better day for Sun Tiki than Sunday? That's, That's right. correct. Commiserations to the wonderful Leonard Kimball. Thank you. And the great Greg Simpson. Thank you. My thanks to Sheldon Bird. I've been Doug Bergfeld for Ultra Quiz Plus here at CBU. Craft Through Underground, 34 Core Street. 